Welcome to the Girl Means Business Podcast. I'm your host, Kendra Swalls, a former teacher turned entrepreneur here to help you navigate the messiness of mom life and biz life. Each week, my guests and I will share our experiences, insights, and tips to help you move your business from survival mode to success mode. So grab your favorite drink and let's dive in because this girl means business. Hey there, welcome to episode 172 of the Girl Means Business podcast. Today we're going to be talking about a topic that I don't think I've ever given an entire episode to. I've touched on it here and there in various episodes, but today we're giving our full undivided attention to hashtags. I am chatting today with a hashtag expert. Matthew from Hashtag Slayer is going to be sharing all of his knowledge on when, why, and how to use hashtags and why he started his company Hashtag Slayer. So before we get into that conversation, I want to give you a little bit of context and backstory to why hashtags are such a popular topic when it comes to social media and your content. So hashtags first came around with the invention of Twitter. Twitter was one of the first platforms to use hashtags. They were essentially used as a search tool, a way to kind of categorize content that was being put out into this platform on such a ridiculously fast speed. And they wanted a way to kind of filter that content. So hashtags came along. You could put the little hashtag pound sign in front of a word or phrase, and that now became searchable. So if I was traveling to a new city and I wanted to type in Seattle coffee shops, I could go into Twitter, I could type in hashtag Seattle coffee shop. And the idea was that it would give me all of these content pieces that either those coffee shops had posted or someone else had posted and said, oh, I had the greatest cup of coffee at this coffee shop, hashtag Seattle coffee shops or best Seattle coffee. And that was the idea behind hashtags. Now they've kind of grown into this beast of their own over the last several years and multiple platforms are now utilizing hashtags. And I hear a lot of questions around how, when, where, how many to use when it comes to hashtags. So I thought today would be the perfect day to sort of clear some of those things up. And I'll give you, I know Matthew's going to give us his take on all of this, but I want to give you my answer to the question of, should we still be using hashtags in our marketing strategy? My answer to that is yes, but with an asterisk. I still think that hashtags can be helpful. I still think that they have a little bit of that search and SEO power to them. I know that I personally follow specific hashtags on social media, so I see content that utilizes those hashtags that I wouldn't normally see on my feed otherwise, and that's a great way to get your content seen if people are following those hashtags. However, I don't think they have the same power that we used to see them have. It used to be that you could post something on Instagram or post something on Twitter and you could add a hashtag to it. And all of a sudden it would be pushed out to all of these people because of that hashtag. That is no longer how hashtags are being utilized on social platforms. They are a little more specifically being used as a search tool, a way to categorize your content. So still utilizing them is beneficial, but I don't want you to feel like you need to spend a ton of time and a ton of energy focusing on a hashtag strategy. 
I think adding a handful of hashtags when it's relevant to your content is really beneficial and really helpful. And Hashtag Slayer, which is the company that our guest today has created, is a great, amazing tool to help you organize and find hashtags for your um, your content. But I also don't think you need to go and spend hours and hours and hours searching for hashtags when you could be using that time to do other things within your business. All right, so enough of me rambling on about my personal take on hashtags. Let's get to my conversation with Matthew from Hashtag Slayer so that you can learn from the hashtag master himself and create your own opinion about how you want to move forward using hashtags in your marketing strategy. All right, guys, welcome Matthew Pierce from Hashtag Slayer to the show. Welcome to Girl Means Business. Hey, Kendra. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to have you here. So just a little backstory. I found you on Instagram. You were, uh, your hashtag Slayer is the name of your company. And I was looking for help with helping to kind of manage my hashtag collections and find recommendations. And um, I came across you and I was like, yes, sign me up. This is amazing. I've been using it again. I don't even know over a year, I think. And I absolutely love it. So I was like, I need to have him on because he's the hashtag guy. You're my go-to. So I wanted to have you come on and kind of share some of your expertise. But let's start by introducing yourself. Tell everybody a little bit about you, what you do, kind of how this idea even came about. Yeah, sure thing. So yeah, I'm Matthew. I'm a developer, designer, and marketer from British Columbia, Canada. And I started Hashtag Slayer with my wife, Danica. And how did it all come about? That's a bit of a long story, but her and I, we met in marketing school. We both have a background in that space and we both have grown different businesses and communities on Instagram in the past. Uh, myself, I grew an artist community to thousands of members. And in doing that, I had to learn how to market on Instagram and you know how to use hashtags. And I made all the mistakes that you could make using, you know, sketchy tools and bots and follow for every, every bad technique you could use to grow on Instagram. I've done it. So with that in mind, I want to build something that would play by Instagram's rules and do things the right way. And then my wife, Danica, she used to be a coach on Instagram and she was helping other entrepreneurs with their Instagram marketing. And she noticed just how much they struggled with their hashtags. So she uh, she got to thinking and she made a spreadsheet where it would kind of categorize your hashtags by the number of uses that they have. So, you know, this hashtag has been used a million times or this one's been used 10,000. And she'd make different columns for kind of different size brackets of those hashtags. And she basically had them all organized, had a button you could click in the spreadsheet. You clicked it, it would randomize your hashtags and, and spit them out. And she started using this with her clients and they got great results. She shows it to me and I'm like, darling, do you, do you know what you have here? And she's like, yeah, I've got an awesome spreadsheet. Uh, <laughs> and uh, myself being the programmer, I was like, I think there's a little something more here. So we started uh, kind of working on what that could be. I thought it's a spreadsheet should be simple enough to make it into a more of a web application. Uh, it'll take me a weekend. And we launched it like six months later. So that's kind of where we, how we got to where we are. I love that. Well, and for someone who like, I have a phobia of spreadsheets, like they just give me like, it's not my area of expertise by any means. Um, that's amazing to me that she even 
had like the mind set to go in and create this kind of system that really worked. And what I love is that y'all took something like that, which most people that I know anyway, that's not the first thing they would think to do is like, oh, let me spend my time sitting down, creating the spreadsheet, researching on these hashtags. So now you've taken that and you've created a version of it that's easily accessible, that's really user-friendly, but it's kind of similar to what your wife was doing just in a different format. And now like us on the user end can go in and use that and not have to go in and create it ourselves. That's amazing. I I mean, again, I'm going to keep raving about it because I I do love it so much, but I want to kind of get into like the nitty gritty of why hashtags. So let's start with, obviously we know like hashtags, I think everybody knows what they are, but tell us kind of why we should be using them because I know there's been you know, there's some people who are like, oh, they're not, their hashtags don't work anymore. And other people are like, no, hashtags are still great. So can you kind of give us a little bit of like why we need to still be using them in our business? Absolutely. So yeah, I think there's a lot of misunderstanding around hashtags and this comes from all sorts of different directions. There's the typical, I think, old school usage of hashtags being you know, just use as many hashtags as you can. It doesn't matter what they are. Hashtags are just for getting views. And that used to work really well on Instagram. It doesn't as much anymore. Um, but that's the way a lot of people look at it is just they'll, they'll throw any kind of random hashtag they can think of onto their post in the hopes that more people will see it. Then there's other people that say hashtags don't work anymore. Perhaps it's because they're using them that way. Um, but then also we've had kind of confusing messaging from Instagram themselves saying that hashtags, they shouldn't think of hashtags as a way to get more views. And that's correct. What it really comes down to is hashtags are a great way to get more views, but primarily they are an organization system for Instagram. Think of it. A lot of uh, people in, in small business might be familiar with search engine optimization or SEO. There's certain keywords that you're targeting in order to get in front of the searches that your customers are searching. And hashtags are very much the same way. You don't want to use them randomly just to get whatever views you can in some kind of shotgun approach, but instead they should be strategic so that you can get seen by the right people and help Instagram to categorize your account, put you in a fine little box so that it knows who it should be showing you to. So that's what hashtags are. They're one of the most explicit ways that you can tell Instagram, this is the kind of account I am. This is the content I'm creating. And these are the people I want you to put me in front of. Okay. I love that you described it as an organization system for Instagram. I I don't know that I've heard it really described that way, but that's exactly what it is and how I've kind of been looking into it. And at least as of lately, Um, but that's a great way to describe it because it is, it's not, you know, creating content and putting like, let's say you put out a picture of your dog you know, hashtagging things like, but you're using that photo as maybe to tell a story about something in your business. But if you use like hashtag German shepherd, hashtag dog, like that's going to put you in a different category than maybe you want your content to be seen in. So that's a really smart way of looking at it. You're not just putting up hashtags for the sake of describing necessarily your image. You're using it as a way of saying like, this is what I want to be found under. Is that correct? Is that kind of how I'm understanding it? Absolutely. I would say though, you should try and have a logical connection between 
the hashtags you're using, the image you're using, and the content of your caption. So whatever you're writing with your post. So yeah, I mean, it'd be okay to have one or two hashtags about dogs, but yeah, you're going to be getting in front of people who are looking for dogs, not people who are looking for your business. Um, So as long as you're very being mindful of writing about your audience and your business in that caption, then you're going to have a better time using hashtags that uh, link to that as well. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think so. So I'm an, okay. I'm a, I like to have, kind of give examples and let, we'll work through them together. So let's say that, um, okay, let's say a photographer, for example. So I come from a photography background, a lot of photographers that listen to the show. So let's say you're a wedding photographer and you put up a picture of like a beautiful, like bouquet, a bridal bouquet. And so you're obviously, you're targeting, you're trying to find brides, not necessarily florists. So if that's your goal is to reach more brides, what type of hashtags should you use for like a picture of a bridal bouquet? Stay with us. We'll be right back. If you've been listening to the Girl Means Business podcast for any amount of time, then you know my love of email marketing runs deep. Not only is it a great way to generate new leads, but it's one of the most effective methods for nurturing warm leads and turning them into sales. Now, over the years, I've tested several email platforms, and my favorite by far is Flowdesk. Not only do they make email marketing simple and easy, even for the technically challenged, but they have everything you need to create stunning emails, capture leads, make sales, and automate the entire process, giving you time back in your busy day. And the cherry on top is you're only charged one flat fee no matter how many subscribers you have. So while other platforms will increase your price when you go over your pricing tier limit, Flowdesk has no price increases or hidden fees. If you're ready to give Flowdesk a try, click the link below in the show notes to save 50% off your first year. Let Flowdesk help you design emails people will love. Click the link below and check it out. I have a feeling you're going to love it just as much as I do. Interesting. Okay. So there's a few things there. It's hashtags that describe your business. So, you know, wedding photographer could be one hashtag that you'd be using. You would want hashtags that describe your content. So you might be just having a photo of the the bouquet and okay, you could, you could use that, but it's not the most targeted to who you're trying to reach. So maybe you'd write something in your caption. about why you took this photo or the importance of getting certain shots in the uh, in your album of, of photography for your wedding. And then you could use uh, hashtags about describing that. So describing your uh, your techniques, the wedding photographer, wedding planning. I would use those. And then also hashtags that describe the audience you're trying to reach. Now, Those might be wedding planners because they could then refer you to their clients. It could also be uh, people who are newly engaged or people in your uh, geographic location would be important as well. So I would be looking at that targeting specifically people maybe with hashtag fiance or newly engaged or newlyweds, things like that, uh, as well as, you know, maybe the city that you're in, the state that you're in and so forth. On top of that, 
I would want to find out more about my audience first. So I would look up who they are. Is it a specific kind of person who is hiring me? Do they share certain values? Are they, you know, in certain industries? What content are they posting that I can kind of then gear my content towards? So trying to find the conversations that they're in already and then gearing your content towards that. So you can then use hashtags that will put you in front of them rather than just posting a a bouquet. Yeah, no, I think that's a great, I like how you kind of broke it down into like targeting like your location, but then also like your style, the type of people, as opposed to just saying like hashtag bridal bouquet, because that seems, you know, it's, it's easy because that's what the photos of, but it's not really going to help benefit you as much as if you were to kind of look at it in a broader perspective. So yeah. Going along ideas of like, because I, I say this all the time and I'm like, you have to know who it is you're trying. You have to know your audience and you really have to understand them. So one of the strategies that I've used in the past is to go into some of those accounts that I would consider kind of my ideal audience. And I look at which hashtags they are either following or which ones they are using in their own content. And if it's something that, I mean, obviously I'm not going to like use like hashtag, you know craft brewery to describe something that's, you know, not even closely related, even though that's what my audience might follow, but how can we kind of use the, the interest of our audience in the hashtag strategy without it being too disrelated, you know, or unrelated? Does that make sense? It does. It's, it can be tricky. You do have to find a way to either have photos that relate to that interest. So Uh, You know, some people might have themed weddings and that would help you get in front of the right people. If you're able to, to take photos of a more themed wedding, maybe, maybe you took photos for a couple who's really into, I don't know, trendy bicycles and they have a bicycle themed wedding just off the top of my head that could then help you get in front of more people with that interest who would then be like, wow, that's a, that's a unique take. And so it's, yeah, you don't want to use hashtags that are unrelated to what you're posting. And I think that's where people really get stuck. Um, You don't want to use hashtags that are unrelated to what you're posting. And that includes hashtags that describe your audience. So one of the keys to hashtag strategy is just really understanding who it is you're trying to get in front of. And then once you know that, you make content that speaks directly to them. So what are their, what are their pains? What's a, a common problem that they have? What are their values? What is something that they describe themselves as? Which is why you want to look at their accounts, see what they're posting, what hashtags they're following, and what hashtags they're using so that you can understand, okay, this is who they are. Now, in my post, I'm going to use keywords that speak directly to them. So cyclist newlyweds, okay, I'm sure you can come up with a better example, Kendra, but I'm (laughs) I'm going with it. Uh, Then I'm going to use hashtags that relate to that, but you need to be speaking directly to your audience because if you use hashtags that describe your audience without making content that is relevant to them and speaks to them, yeah, you'll show up under those hashtags that your audience is looking at but they're likely going to ignore you. So there really is a a close and delicate relationship between the image, the caption, and the hashtag. Yeah. And now I kind of want to see a 
a bicyclist wedding. That sounds really fascinating. <laughs> um, okay. So let's talk about the number of hashtags. This is another one of those things where like you go on Instagram and everybody has their opinions. Everybody has their thoughts. I mean, I know there's no like magic number, but is there a certain kind of range we need to focus on? Does it depend on what type of content you're putting, whether it's a reel versus a carousel post? Like, you know, what is, what do we need to be looking for as far as how many we put in our content? So how many hashtags should you include with your post? Yeah. Okay. So there is no specific number. It's as many hashtags as are relevant to what you're posting. So you need to collect hashtags. And, and this is the way we kind of format it with hashtag Slayer is that you, you build collections of hashtags and each one of these collections is geared towards a different topic that you touch on an audience you're trying to reach, or maybe how you describe your business. And then depending on what you're posting, you might use one collection, you might mix and match a few collections. Now, with that in mind, that's what makes it easy is because you can then say, oh, I want to use collection A, B, and D today. And when you do that, you can just grab them, use it right away without having to pick out hashtags one by one. But you don't want to just aim for 30 hashtags every time. You want to use hashtags that are relevant. So you might do that. You might say, okay, give me hashtags from these three collections. You go through, okay, I've got this set. Uh, maybe this one and this one here, there's two or three that just aren't quite relevant to what I'm posting. Kick those ones out. I would much rather have targeted, specific, relevant hashtags than just as many as possible. But with that said, every hashtag you use is another avenue that leads back to your business. And so it's, it's again, this fine balance of trying to use as many as you can as long as they are actually relevant to your business, your audience, and what you're posting. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey, photographers. Are you ready to make 2024 your best year yet? Growing a business is tough. You're following all the successful photographers and experts, soaking up their best advice and downloading all their free guides, trying to replicate their success only to come up lacking, blaming yourself when their methods don't work for you. But the truth is, it isn't you. Free content and one-size-fits-all courses can only get you so far. What you need is personalized help and guidance, but that can get expensive. Well, not anymore. I've created the perfect solution to get you personalized results for less than $2 a day. Introducing the Focus Photographer Lab, a one-of-a-kind coaching membership that gets you one-on-one -on -one results for a fraction of the cost of traditional coaching. Inside the lab, you'll find the three C's to success, classes, coaching, and community. With classes, you gain access to a treasure trove of pre-recorded trainings and invaluable resources. With coaching, you get monthly live trainings and Q&A sessions, along with my favorite part, the weekly one-on-one -on -one office hours, where we get to address your unique questions and challenges. And then there's the community, where you get to connect with an amazing group of talented female photographers who share your passions, supporting each other and inspiring each other to greatness. The best part is it doesn't come with an expensive one-on-one -on -one coaching price tag. You get all of that for just $47 a month. You can even try it for free for 14 days to make sure it's a good fit for you. 
and there is no contract and no obligation you can cancel at any time. So what are you waiting for? Head down to the show notes and click the link to learn more and get signed up today. And let's make 2024 our best year yet. Yeah, I think that makes sense. And I, I do love that y'all have the different collections because when I get ready to go post, a lot of times I'll go in and I'll say, okay, this, this piece of content is specific to like an Instagram strategy. So I'm going to pull from, you know, I have a couple that are segments that are like social media expert, social media tips. And then I have some that I'm like, it's for mompreneurs. So I'll grab some of those, but then I will go through and kind of fine tune it. Um, you know, like, oh, you know, I, okay. I've used that one quite a bit lately. Maybe I'll take that one out. So that's my, when it brings me to my next question is it, how often should we be reusing the same set of hashtags in our content? So I once uh, used to use the exact same 30 hashtags every single time I posted. This is when I, I grew a previous account and it worked well for a while. I was posting pretty much the similar thing every day. So that helped, but eventually after about you know, three to six months, I noticed that my engagement and my reach on my posts dropped dramatically. And people have different theories about why this happens. I think there are a few reasons. One, if you're using the exact same hashtags every time that you post, chances are those hashtags aren't as relevant as possible. And when someone is viewing a hashtag and they're scrolling through the posts, there's three little dots in the top right of each post. And if you click on this, one of the options you will receive is don't show for this hashtag, meaning that they can tell Instagram this post is irrelevant and should not be displayed. If enough people tap this on your account or on your uh, post, your posts can actually stop showing up on the hashtags that you're using. And Obviously, that's a huge problem, but I think it's interesting because usually people will say if you use the same 30 hashtags or the same hashtags every time, you will get shadow banned. Is that a thing? Maybe, but it could also be that you're just ticking off the audience you're trying to reach by showing them <laughs> content that isn't relevant at all. So you can blame the algorithm and it, it could be that it, it looks spammy and it looks like you're a bot, and, you know. Instagram wants you to look authentic and, and be genuine, but it's also, it's inauthentic and not genuine to use the same 30 hashtags just to get in front of people. You are being spammy. It might have nothing to do with the algorithm and it might just be that people are saying, Hey, don't, don't show me this. This isn't relevant. So yeah, I don't recommend using the same hashtags because of that. The other thing to keep in mind is even if your reach doesn't drop significantly, like I've seen with my own accounts in the past, like I've seen with other people's accounts, you're not really reaching as many people as you could. So again, talking about being authentic and having empathy, putting yourself in other people's shoes is a difficult thing to do. And it's something that is so important in marketing. And Okay, I've got say I've got 30 hashtags and I'm like, these are the perfect hashtags. They describe everything that I'm doing. Great. Only problem is that there's millions upon millions of hashtags. <laughs> so just because that I've found 30 that I think are good, that doesn't mean that those are the only 30 that my customers are going to be searching. So, you know, you're not in this business just for a week or a month. 
you're going to be here for a while. So think about it in a more broad sense over a longer period of time. If you can mix up your hashtags more regularly, over the course of a year, you're going to reach a much broader range of people. Yeah, I think that's really smart because I know it's, it's, it sounds easy to just say, well, I'm just going to, you know, I've got these that I know have kind of worked in the past. And if it's why, what fix if it's not broken, but eventually, like you said, you're going to, you know, have to kind of mix it up because yeah, they're not going to be seeing or want to see the same, just like they're not going to see the same content from you every single day. You got to mix it up. And I didn't even know like you could, I did this is, that's really fascinating that you can like report content as not being relevant to that hashtag. Um, because that's, True. I mean, you go into Instagram and if you're following hashtags and something comes up again, if you're following hashtag dogs and, you know, you keep seeing posts that are about makeup tutorials, you're eventually going to be like, wait a minute, that's not why I follow this hashtag. I'm not, I'm not following this for makeup tutorials. I'm following it to see cute pictures of dogs. And so I didn't even realize you could do that. That's really interesting. I meant to pay more attention to that. Um, okay. So what about custom hashtags. So I've seen this some, again, kind of going into like the niche world where people will be like, okay, well, I'm going to hashtag it with my company name or my brand name or something that's specific to my business. Is that something that you recommend or that you're kind of like, meh, it doesn't really help. Totally depends why you're doing it. So I think a lot of people hear that they need to have a branded hashtag. And so they just have a branded hashtag and they want to have some kind of trademark. Um, so I will say, I, I went to design school, you know, studied branding and communication design a lot. And I actually think a lot of it is overrated because people try to go into the deep end before they're ready. Um, so they hear, oh, I need some kind of tagline. I need a, a branded hashtag. So they just go for it, but they don't have any strategy. Um, so I would say it's actually probably the surface level stuff that is overrated. And it's the strategic stuff that you don't see that most people miss and is underrated. And so they see that other people have a branded hashtag. And so they have one, but they haven't thought about how to use it or why they're using it. So if your branded hashtag is just your brand name or your username as a hashtag, and it simply is on every single one of your posts, there's no reason to have that. All that hashtag is doing is creating a page where people can see all of your posts and that's also known as your profile page. So <laughs> yeah, there's it's very true. Yeah, there's no reason for that. Now, if you are going to instead do something like, okay, having a hashtag for a contest that you're running, maybe you're trying to encourage a community to create a certain kind of content and you want them to use this hashtag so you can keep track of it all. Great, go for it. That's a great way to use a branded hashtag. Another thing to keep in mind is, do you want that hashtag to be a phrase people can get behind, or is it just your, your brand name? For example, there's hashtag Nike or hashtag just do it. People are going to be way more likely to use hashtag just do it, and that's because they can apply it to more than just a photo of the Nike logo. So you want to create something where it's a tagline or a phrase that could empower your community so that they begin to use this hashtag as well. And this hashtag might not even sound anything like your, your name. But if you're the first one to use this hashtag, your account is going to be overwhelming, uh, overwhelmingly the majority of the content under it. Then your followers kind of pick up on it and they start to use it as well. Okay, great. Maybe they're creating a similar kind of content for it. That's ideal. 
perhaps their followers pick up on it. And those people have never even heard of your brand before, but they're now using your hashtag. Now, you might hear this and think, wait, 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 that's not branded at all now. Now, now it's just, you know, there's nothing going on there. People are just using my hashtag. I don't want them using my hashtag. That's mine. Well, social media is social. Uh, I know that's cliche to say, but you want to create something where you're encouraging other people to use it. You want them to adopt it before they've ever even heard of you. Because once they start to do that, they'll discover you. You're going to still dominate that hashtag because you're the one who created it. You're the majority of posts. Uh, your followers are going to be pushing you to the top of it. And now when new people start using it, they'll browse it, they'll discover you, and they'll be led back to you. So that's the way I like to look at using a branded hashtag. It's not just simply being stingy with it and, and keeping it for yourself. Oh, I like that idea. I hadn't thought of it that way, but I was, as you were talking, I was trying to think of like some of the hashtags that I personally follow. One of them is the, um, you know, community over competition. And I believe if I'm, I could be wrong in this, I believe it was started by um, the rising tide society, which is a society for um, business owners, mostly women, business owners, photographers, things like that. But I've used that to have that hashtag multiple times. It has become kind of like the Nike, just do it piece. You know, people will use that hashtag when they're talking about a certain aspect of their business, not just every time they post, but it's related to a certain action or thing that they're representing. Um, that's a really great idea. And I really, I, you know, I hadn't really thought of it in that perspective before. I've also heard of people using them as a way to categorize their content. So if you have like a, a certain, you know, like a tech tip Tuesday or whatever, you know, that you create kind of a hashtag around that. And it's an easy way for people to find certain pieces of your content, which I think is really smart. So on that idea, if, or even on the branded piece or any of this, you know, if, if you have content further back on your feed, let's say you're listening to this and you're like, well, I've been using Instagram for a while. And I really like this idea of having kind of a, you know, maybe you already have a, a phrase or a, a movement or something around your brand. Can you go back and add hashtags to your older content and still have it be, you know, usable or relevant? As long as you don't have 30 hashtags on those posts already, you can add additional hashtags to them. Keep in mind, you're not likely to see any new views because of that. But if you're just simply wanting to organize your content a bit more, then I think that's a great thing that you could do. So yeah, you could do like the, uh, your brand name here, Tech Tip Tuesday. That's a little long-winded, but you could work something out. If you did that and you went back and added that hashtag to your old Tuesday posts, now when you link to that hashtag, you have a link that is just a curated set of your posts. And I think that is a great way to use hashtags. It, it's a very handy way to just, you know, quickly send someone to, hey, here's every post I've made about this topic. And yeah, you can do that. You can go back and organize them. Just look at it as a, a way to make things easier and more user-friendly for your audience, not as a way necessarily to get new views on old content. Yeah, because I was thinking about it with my podcast episodes. You know, they're just kind of one piece of the content I put on Instagram. But I was like, I need to go back and maybe brand those with a hashtag. That way I can send people to, like you said, kind of a, a, a grouping of my podcast episode posts. So um, I was just kind of thinking as I, I lost my train of thought there for a second, but along those lines of like, you see, you mentioned like you can share a link to that hashtag. 
is that just saying like you're sending like that hashtag to somebody or is there a different way to kind of share like a, you know, if I did want to do like GMB podcast, you know, hashtag GMB podcast, and I wanted to send that to somebody, what does that mean? How do I do that? So there's a few different ways you can do it. Um, you could just DM that hashtag to someone and like direct messaging. If you just send that as the message, they can click on the hashtag and they'll go to that page. So that's probably the easiest way if you're just trying to send it to a maybe a potential client or customer who's contacting you. Um, you could also just write the hashtag in your bio if you want people to go to that regularly um, or share it as a hashtag in your story. So yeah, you could just simply write out the hashtag in most places on Instagram and it will link to it. If you're viewing it on your desktop, you could go to the hashtag and then just go to the URL bar in your browser and copy that. And then you have a link that you could, you know, work into your email content or, you know, link to from your website as well. Oh, wow. Okay. See, these are all things like, I feel like I'm like, have I not thought of this before? <laughs> That's so smart. Cause I could like, I mean, like you said, like putting it on your website or putting it into an email newsletter and just saying like, Hey, do you want to check out old episodes or, you know, of the podcast or, Hey, here's where you can find all of my tips on how to do X, Y, or Z. And you can send them directly there instead of having them have to scroll through your feed and find these different types of posts. That's a really, really smart way. Again, it goes back to what you said before of they're an organization system not just for Instagram, but for you to use for your own account as well. So um, I, I love it. It's my, my brain is rolling with all kinds of ideas of how I want to start using hashtags in a more strategic way. So as we wrap up, I have one last question. And so if you were, if someone were to come to you and say, okay, Matthew, I'm just getting started. What is kind of your number one piece of advice that you give someone who is feeling a little overwhelmed by all of it? but wants to kind of dive into being more strategic with their hashtags? Uh, number one piece of advice is build an engaged audience and community first. So that doesn't have to mean you have thousands of followers, but even, even a few hundred, like get started there because the more engaged your audience is, the more in tune you are with what content they want to see, the more successful your hashtags are going to be. Um, one of the key factors for ranking on hashtags is, you know, using or getting as much engagement as quickly as possible. And so that means, you know, being around when you post and engaging with other people's content so that they're engaging with yours, replying to comments as quickly as possible on yours, um, and just creating content that people want to engage with. The quicker people engage with your content, the more likely you are to rise to the top of these hashtags. Now, of course, easier said than done, and you have to pick the right hashtags. But if you want to pick the right hashtags, check out Hashtag Slayer. Uh, go to our Instagram account at Hashtag Slayer app. And there we share a ton of educational content on everything you might ever want to know about hashtags. And you can DM us as well. We're always happy to chat. Yeah, that's really great. Well, and I always say to him, like, if you don't have a strategy in place, like a, ha a single hashtag is not going to fix a bad business strategy. So you have to have these foundational pieces in place. And then the hashtags become part of the strategy that helps you get where you want to go. So, well, thank you so much for coming on, for sharing such incredible, I mean, I've learned a ton. I was taking notes the whole time and now I've got lots of ideas of how I want to, you know, kind of incorporate strategy or in hashtags in different ways. 
So tell people, you kind of mentioned it, you know, obviously where they can find you, but um, just say it again. I'll have all of this linked in the show notes, but tell them again one more time how they can find you and follow you. Absolutely. On Instagram, it is at hashtag Slayer app. And we're a, a web app at hashtag Slayer.com. That's where you can try it out. You sign in with Facebook, connect your Instagram account, and we get the ball rolling from there. Um, yeah. And anyone in your community, I'd love to offer them their first month of hashtag Slayer totally free. All they have to do is put in the coupon code girl means business when they upgrade their account. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. And I'm definitely going to include that in the show notes. I want everybody to go check it out. Uh, get that first month for free. You'll fall in love with it. I do love that it is, I can use it on my desktop or I can have it on my phone. It's just quick, easy pull up and, and go. I don't have to go into my, like you said, a spreadsheet and all that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, I, I'm definitely a fan, a user. I love what you're doing. I appreciate it so much. You make it really simple for those of us who have felt a little overwhelmed by hashtags to feel less overwhelmed. So thank you so much. And thank you for coming on and sharing. And I look forward to chatting with you in the future. Likewise. And you know what? Making it simple is the goal. So always happy to help. Thanks, Kendra. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed the conversation as much as I did. And as always, you can find any links or resources mentioned in today's show down in the show notes. And if we're not friends outside of the podcast yet, then what are you waiting for? Come find me on Instagram at Girl Means Business send me a DM letting me know what you thought of today's episode or any of the past episodes you've listened to. You can also take a screenshot of today's episode and post it to your stories tagging at Girl Means Business and I'll give you a shout out on my page. I love connecting with you and hearing all about your business and can't wait to get to know you more. I hope you have a wonderful week and I will meet you back here next week, same time, same place.